We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oregon football just made a big splash in the transfer portal, but Dan Lanning and the Ducks, they're just getting started. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? How we living? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. Just in case you're new here, I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest. Excited to have you guys along for another episode of the pod. It is Monday, December 11th, 2023, coming to you from Long Beach, California. It is a really busy time here in the Oregon football realm. We have a bunch of stuff going on. Dylan Gabriel just committed to the Ducks. Over the weekend, former Sooners quarterback will play his last year of college football in Eugene. We are nine days away from the start of the early signing period for the 2024 recruiting class. We got NFL draft declarations, Jackson Powers Johnson, Oregon Center, Remington Award, Remington Trophy winner declared today that he is going to be heading to the NFL, as did running back Bucky Irving. He declared for the NFL draft. Since I last talked to you guys, Kyrie Jackson, the Oregon cornerback, also declared for the NFL draft. So there is plenty of stuff going on right now as it pertains to Oregon football, which is why it's so important that you lock in with me on social media. I am at Sports on both Twitter and Instagram. And then, of course, you can find me on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Taurus. Do me a favor, hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. We are on the road to three. Okay, so Dylan Gabriel, that's the big story coming out of the weekend for Oregon football recruiting as Dan Lanning, Will Stein, and the rest of the Oregon staff pick up the one of, I was almost going to say the, but one of the top available quarterbacks in the transfer portal that came together really, really quickly with Gabriel entering the transfer portal on Monday and then quickly making his way out to Eugene for a recruiting visit with the Ducks. And if you're Oregon right now that you have a commitment from Gabriel, you got to be feeling really, really good about the start to your offseason. The Ducks do have the Liberty Bowl, or the, the Fiesta Bowl, excuse me, I got to stop doing that. The Fiesta Bowl against the Liberty Flames on January 1st. 
But for all intents and purposes, the offseason is in full swing. So now Oregon starts things off in the transfer portal with a commitment from former Oklahoma quarterback Dylan Gabriel. Why is that so significant? I definitely spoke a lot about this in my last episode of the podcast with Spencer McLaughlin. Go give that one a, a watch or a listen if you haven't already. That's uh, available on my YouTube channel as well as on the podcasting platforms. But we broke that one down after the big news hit on Saturday. But for Oregon right now, you are in a really good spot to start your offseason in terms of you just checked the biggest box on your offseason checklist. Your biggest box on the offseason checklist was to find a quarterback to replace Bo Nix. And you already did. You did it with one of the most experienced quarterbacks in all of college football. Spent five seasons between UCF and Oklahoma. He's a dual threat guy that can definitely hurt you with his legs as well. So you have that big question mark completely answered as far as who your quarterback is going to be in 2024. You got even more clarity on that from the Oregon side of things when Ty Thompson entered the transfer portal. Um, that happened on Saturday. So that was definitely some big news for the Ducks. Thompson had spent three seasons with the Ducks after signing with Oregon as the highest rated quarterback recruit in program history, but ultimately never broke through and, and is going to leave Eugene without having started a game for the Ducks. He was behind quarterbacks like Anthony Brown and, of course, Bo Nix each of these last two seasons. So he's going to be entering the transfer portal and now that creates um, some some interesting ideas, I guess you could say, in the Oregon quarterback room. Because as of right now, heading into the 2024 season, you are uh, positioned, if you're Oregon right now, to have three scholarship quarterbacks on your roster. Dylan Gabriel, who's going to come in from Oklahoma. Austin Novosad, who will be a redshirt freshman at that point, And true freshman, Luke Moga. So... It kind of sounded like a little bit of a crazy idea when Gabriel had initially committed, but now, and I talked about this with Ryan Winter when I did a live stream with him last week, now that Ty Thompson's in the transfer portal and Oregon is short on numbers at quarterback, you could find yourself, if you're Oregon, in the situation and the scenario of possibly taking two quarterbacks. And over the course of the last week, there is one other quarterback whose name has really dominated the discussion right now. If Oregon wanted to take a second quarterback from the transfer portal, and it's a name that Oregon fans know pretty well, Dante Moore, the UCLA transfer quarterback coming off his true freshman season in Westwood with Chip Kelly and the Bruins. He is also in the transfer portal and Oregon is a school that has been mentioned quite frequently along with uh, Dante Moore's name as he looks for his next home. I spoke with a source on Monday that confirmed with me that Oregon is recruiting Dante Moore. Uh, not in, not exactly uh, breaking news there, but the interesting thing that we did get uh, from uh, that same very conversation, that very same conversation is that it's looking like Dante Moore is going to visit Oregon this week. And this is a really important um, week for Oregon on the recruiting trail. I'm, I'm going to make sure to stay on top of that development with Dante Moore. So that trip is not confirmed as of right now, as of this recording. 
but uh, it, it looks like that trip is going to happen. It's looking likely that that trip's going to happen. That's kind of where I'll leave it. So with Dante Moore, he has this interesting situation where he was committed to Oregon and then Kenny Dillingham took the head coaching job at Arizona State and then he ended up flipping his commitment from Oregon to UCLA during the early signing period. So that was obviously a really big development on the recruiting trail for Oregon. And then he saw a pretty decent amount of playing time as a true freshman and definitely showed some signs of promise, but really wasn't the season that he was probably hoping he was going to have out there in the Pac-12 and in the Los, An in Los Angeles. So if you're Oregon and you're looking at Dante Moore, this is probably the best situation that you could probably ask for. The best situation that you could ultimately find yourself in as far as trying to construct your quarterback room for the 2024 season. And you have the roster spot for it. And there's a previous connection there that obviously makes a lot of sense. We know that Dante Moore likes Oregon. After all, he was committed to the Ducks, as we said. So that's going to be a really interesting trip. Um, you know, assuming that that does happen and that Dante Moore makes his way out to Eugene for a visit. The big word that's been kind of dominating the discussions with Moore has been development. And I think that I don't think he's said it outright, but a lot of people are taking that to to kind of think to kind of uh, mean, excuse me, that he would potentially be willing to redshirt for a year at his next school of choice. Again, Moore hasn't said that, but in his in the the limited interviews he has done, he has talked about prioritizing development at his next school. If you're looking at the situation that he could find himself in at Oregon, you have a phenomenal offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach and Will Stein, who killed it his freshman his first year with the Ducks as their offensive coordinator, did so well that he found himself as a Broyles Award finalist up for the top assistant coach in all of college football. And if you're looking at someone to learn behind, Dylan Gabriel is already, I think, one of the best quarterbacks in college football. He comes over to Eugene to play in what a lot of people are describing as a quarterback-friendly system. Certainly, you would expect he would hope to get better and can get better under Will Stein. That's a pretty good pretty darn good situation if you're if you're Dante Moore and you know that Oregon's a school that is prioritizing the offensive line with Jackson Powers Johnson winning the Remington Award trophy that's going to help Oregon continue to attract top tier talent in the trenches along the offensive line so you know you're going to go to a school that's going to have good offensive linemen to block for you Oregon has always had great running backs that's not going to change uh, they all have always had or they're going to have at the very least if not always had top skill guys. So you're going to have plenty of talented receivers to throw to. So if I'm Dante Moore looking at this situation, that that is uh, an ideal scenario, I think, uh, to, to go out to Eugene and learn behind Dylan Gabriel. And then by the time Gabriel leaves after the 2024 season, you can, you can run with it and you can be viewed as the potential incumbent starter. And I think the uh, another reason that the Dante Moore move would make so much sense for Oregon is this continuing trend as of the last three years, three, four years for Oregon of going into the transfer portal to find their next quarterback. Um, if you can take a commitment from Dante Moore, if you can get a commitment from Dante Moore, Dylan Gabriel will leave. 
for, for the NFL, right? And then you'll have your your next starting quarterback potentially, hypothetically, uh, or at least the, the person who would be viewed as the leader possibly already on the roster and maybe not have to turn to the transfer portal again. It's a really interesting dynamic. I mean, you're, you're probably seeing quarterback as the position most affected by the transfer portal when it comes to junior college guys, uh, high school guys, you know, prep coming from the prep rankings, but it, it really has become a year to year position in terms. Of, I mean, look at all the Heisman finalists, Jaden Daniels, ASU transfer, Washington's Michael Penix, um, Indiana transfer, Oregon's Bo Nix, Auburn transfer. So that it's just the reality of college football right now. I'm not saying that you can't develop quarterbacks, um, I know that Oregon is going to continue recruiting the quarterbacks, uh, the high school quarterbacks, but it, it is a really interesting position that we're finding ourselves in when it comes to college football is just so many times if you, if you're looking for a new guy, you're going to go to the transfer portal because you can get someone who's ready made and, and, um, you know, essentially ready to start coming out of the portal. So I think that's a really interesting scenario to find your to to kind of look at here. Um, like we said, Austin Novosad, the redshirt freshman that the Ducks signed out of Texas, former Baylor commit that they flipped during the early signing period last year, and then Luke Moga, the 2024 quarterback who is projected to sign with Oregon, uh, that is committed out of Phoenix, Arizona, Sunny Slope. So we'll continue to track those developments, but that's kind of the latest that I'm hearing, the latest that I'm told there with Dante Moore. I think the other schools that are floated out there are, of course, Michigan, his home state. Um, that was a school that really, really recruited him during his time as a prep recruit in high school. I know Notre Dame was another one that was very heavily involved, but I think you've mainly seen Oregon and Michigan kind of solidifying themselves as some of the top destinations for Dante Moore now that he is still a top option in the transfer portal. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. 
Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Let's move on to another top name in the transfer portal and one that made his way out to Eugene over the weekend. We're talking Texas A&M defensive lineman, Walter Nolan. Walter Nolan has really been one of the biggest names over this past week that we've been tracking in the transfer portal, seeing that he was a player that came out of high school with some pretty strong ties to Dan Lanning and uh, the University of Georgia. Obviously, Dan Lanning was involved there during his recruitment coming out of high school, even though Dan Lanning was at Georgia. So Texas A&M, we know that they have lost a lot of players from the transfer portal. You have Walter Nolan. You have LT Overton. You also had Anthony Lucas, who was part of that historic 2022 recruiting class. He transferred to USC. So this Texas A&M class is one that a lot of schools all across the country are having their eyes on or they're pursuing. So Walter Nolan took uh, a visit to Oregon over the weekend, and that was a really important trip for the Ducks to get because Walter Nolan is kind of viewed right now as the number one player in the transfer portal. I know that 247 has him atop at the top of their portal rankings. and it's no secret that Oregon needs a lot of help at the line of scrimmage, particularly along the defensive line when you're losing guys like Brandon Dorless, Casey Rogers, uh, Taki Taimani, Popo Amavai. You're going to have to look to the portal to retool at that position a little bit. You do have a lot of guys that you signed in the 2023 recruiting class. Tavita Pomei was another guy in that class uh, that actually just hit the portal over the weekend. He was a true freshman that signed with the Ducks out of Utah. But they did sign quite a few guys at the defensive line position, particularly along the interior. Guys like Michael Gardner and Amari Washington out of the state of Arizona. And then you had Terrence Green and Chauncey, uh, and not Chauncey, but Johnny Bowens, excuse me, from the Lone Star State coming to the Ducks from the state of Texas. So you have some guys that you can turn to, but not a whole lot of proven depth. I got a lot of guys that have done very much for Oregon in recent years, specifically in 2023. So that's why I think the interior D line is is such a need for Oregon is because you're losing so much of your production, so much of your experience at that spot. Now, some of the people that I've talked to kind of around the program, it seems like there is some growing confidence that Jordan Birch could be returning for the 2023 season, but he has yet to announce his decision as of this recording. But back to Walter Nolan, we know that he is a huge, huge priority for the Ducks here in the transfer portal, given the movement that we've seen um, along the defensive line. And it seems like there's two schools that have really solidified themselves as main contenders in Walter Nolan's recruitment. Uh, I was talking to someone this morning and they were telling me that it looks like he is going to be visiting Ole Miss at some point this week. 
And then sounds like from there, he's going to be making his decision. So I talked about how sought after a prospect Walter Nolan was. And for Oregon to be the first school to get him on campus, I think is going to be really, really important because you see with the transfer portal recruitments, a lot of these guys hit the portal sometimes knowing where they're going to be going or they'll take a visit, two visits, and then boom, it's done. So these transfer portal recruitments really move at a different speed than than some of the um, than the traditional recruitments that you see. So for Oregon to get him on campus first, I think that speaks to the priority that Oregon's placing on him, and maybe you could say to the to the um, interest that Walter Nolan has in the Ducks. So they get Dylan Gabriel on campus right away commitment they get Walter Nolan on campus right away TBD I'm not sure but if you're looking at what Dan Laney has done with the Oregon defense from year one to year two it's very clear that they have made a huge jump in the trenches I know that you obviously want to look at Jordan Birch a former five-star guy that the Ducks are still developing and and maybe he's going to try to make that leap to the NFL draft but Brandon Dorless, if I'm Oregon, that's definitely the guy that I'm trying to spotlight, someone who's worked primarily along the interior but has been able to kick out um, to the edge. So I think that you you see some of the work in place there and some of the appeal, obviously, if, if you're looking at this from Walter Nolan's perspective, going to a place that you could play right away, going to a place that you can get developed, and going to a place where you know you're going to be surrounded with a lot of talent because – the guys behind him, you're looking at Jeffrey Bossa, you're looking at Justin Jacobs. We have to see what those guys are both going to do as far as potentially going to um, potentially go into the NFL draft. But we have to see what their decisions are looking like. So I think it speaks to what Oregon's going to be able to do as far as surrounding them with key players, and then that's going to factor into the appeal here for Walter Nolan. I was also told that ahead of his Ole Miss visit, he is expected to take that trip with some of his Texas A&M teammates or former teammates that have entered the transfer portal. And the interesting thing to note there is that Walter Nolan is from the state of Tennessee. He's from the South. So there's the obvious appeal with Ole Miss giving him the chance to giving him the chance to go back closer to home, have his family members come out to see him, you know, this, that, and the third. On the surface, it doesn't seem like Oregon finds themselves in a lot of head-to-head recruiting battles with Ole Miss. Ole Miss has certainly become a program under Lane Kiffin that is more known for their prolific offenses and the guys that they've put out there. But I could see the appeal with Ole Miss, right? The, The staying in the SEC, staying close to home, like I said. So, it, it does seem like it's a little hard to to overlook the fact that that would be an opportunity to play back in the South. But I think what Oregon and Dan Lanya have done on defense and what we're going to see in the NFL draft for years to come, I think that that's going to carry weight. And I think Oregon definitely has a real chance with Walter Nolan, seeing that they got Birch last year, and he was the, pretty much the top defensive lineman in the transfer portal. So going to be very interested to see what Walter Nolan ends up deciding. We don't have any hard set commitment date right now, but like we said, with the transfer portal, things just come together so, so quickly. Another guy that we want to talk about here in the transfer portal, Oregon is making some new offers 
in the transfer portal. They made a new one today to former Louisiana Tech wide receiver um, Cyrus Allen. Let me go ahead and see if I can pull that one up on my timeline. Give me just a second here. Hmm. Thought I had already retweeted that. Give me a second. Here we go. So Oregon made a uh, an offer on Monday, Monday morning to former Louisiana Tech wide receiver Cyrus Allen. And Cyrus Allen is from the state of Louisiana, and Oregon does have some ties to uh to the bayou cyrus allen is a sophomore wide receiver six foot 177 pounds out of landry walker high school in new orleans louisiana in 2023 uh, cyrus allen caught 46 passes for 778 yards and four touchdowns so he had some pretty decent production at at the wide receiver spot although louisiana tech obviously isn't necessarily big time football but I think Oregon is definitely attacking the wide receiver spot in the transfer portal. Still don't have a decision from Troy Franklin as far as his 2024 season, but it looks like they are probably preparing for him to go to the NFL draft. And then the Ducks are also going after Mississippi State wide receiver transfer Xavion Thomas in the transfer portal. A name that we need to watch to kick off the week here is former Clemson safety Andrew Makuba. Uh, looks like he's going to be making a trip out to Eugene this week for a visit. And man, the Ducks need some help at safety, not only because of what we saw on the field this year, but also and just how that wasn't necessarily up to the defensive standard. And then also the players that they have already are set to lose really Following the 2023 season, Brian Addison hit the transfer portal. That wasn't a, a surprise. And then you also had Steve Stevens, the fourth. He's a he's a veteran that's going to be running out of eligibility, as will Evan Williams. So the Ducks are potentially in the situation where they're only going to have Tysheem Johnson as a returning starter in the secondary from the 2023 season. The Ducks do have a commitment in Aaron Flowers and Kingston Lopa. 2024 safety recruits. There's also been some talk about Lopa playing linebacker because he's six, five, but I think that Aaron flowers is a guy that has been so good in the state of Texas. He could find himself competing for some early snaps once he gets to Oregon. But as for Andrew Makuba, he is a really talented option in the transfer portal. I think he's the number one DB number one safety transfer. Uh, according to 247 Sports. And this is a guy who has played a lot of football, played three years for Clemson, and um, played 35 games, started in 31 of those, 143 total tackles, four and a half tackles for loss, one sack, 17 pass breakups, and one interception in his three years with the Tigers. So this is a guy who is originally from Austin, Texas, out of LBJ Early College High School, six foot, 195 pounds, uh, definitely fits, I think, the, the brand of safety, the, the style of safety, the style of defensive back that Chris Hampton has been looking for. And I think that he has been a really good addition to the staff, Chris Hampton, after coming over from Tulane. So... With Andrew Makuba scheduled to come to campus this week for a visit, Oregon's doing really well in terms of just hosting top transfer portal targets. 
right away. Like we talked about, Dylan Gabriel, Walter Nolan, those are huge targets. They both got on campus, and you already got a commitment from one of them. So now you're turning the attention over to the secondary, which is going to need some help. Uh, I think you feel okay about about cornerback with with Jaleel Florence expected to come back. Dante Manning, we'll see what what uh, the future entails for him. But he played a lot this year. And then you also have Sione Laolea coming in from the JUCO ranks. And then you got to hope that one of those other 2023 guys, Cole Martin, um, or, or some of the younger guys, could take a step forward in, in their development. So Andrew Makuba is is certainly one of the biggest visitors for Oregon this week seeing that these portal recruitments move so, so quickly. But I think those are the main transfer portal guys that I wanted to talk about. Um, We'll continue to keep you guys updated here on YouTube as well as the podcast. But just a couple of reminders before we get out of here, make sure you lock in with me on Twitter and social media, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at mtorresports. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, at Oregon Football Max Taurus, and then read all of my written work covering the Ducks over on ducksdigest.com. And then do me a favor and share the show with your friends, with your family, and with other Duck fans. Uh, if you guys are looking for recruiting stuff, transfer portal stuff, I am your guy. But until next time, thank you guys so much for taking some time out of your day to talk some ball with me. And we will catch you in the next episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.